You're tuned in to the Waves Podcast with Wireless Nerd, where we'll explore what's new, what's now, and what's next in the wireless industry. Eleven thirty nine in the AM on Saturday, February third. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. Uh, as long as you're not as under the weather as I am. Hello, everybody. My name is Drew Lentz. I'm the Wireless Nerd, and this is Waves for the week of this past week, last week in January, first week in February 2024. Uh, a little bit nasally this morning. That's okay. My camera's doing some weird stuff. It's trying to hunt on my face, see if I can make it focus. Anyway, uh, good morning. I, You know, this is a little bit overdue, but I wanted to make sure I got something put out this week. I've been a little bit under the weather. It's been really difficult to breathe and talk and whatnot, but I'm trying to get my guests game face on. I'm hosting an event tonight for the Junior League of McAllen, which is a uh, it's a, a local group that helps our community and helps support a lot of the things and the initiatives that happen down here in the Rio Grande Valley of Texas, where I live. So I figure why not start the day off with a nice waves podcast? Yay! Cue the crowd applause. I don't know if anybody's going to listen live. That's okay. Because I want to at least make sure that I get this thing posted on all the podcasts. And I do appreciate all the downloads. Thank you so much. I hit a, a milestone this past week with the number of downloads that I've had. Uh, really great to see so many people downloading and sending back information and saying, hey, man, we really appreciate everything you're saying. So it's really cool. Uh, forgot to check my mic levels. They look okay. I think I sound okay. I definitely have the face for radio, as they say. But if you can see this video, man, I am rocking this classic I know HTML t-shirt, my buddy, my, uh, my buddy Ahmed decided one day that he thought that that would make a good prize uh, for me for a, for a gift. So I appreciate that. Nice little reference to, uh, to Silicon Valley. Anyway, so there's a couple things I want to talk about. What's new, what's now, what's next in the wireless industry. Right now, there's some new things that have happened that I thought are pretty cool. Definitely cool to pay attention to, um, especially if you've, if, you know, if, if you've seen what I've done and where I've been over the last couple of years and some of the projects I've gotten involved in, there was a little bit of consolidation in the industry that uh, seems to be a theme. There seems to be a little bit of consolidation going on overall. <clears throat> Excuse me. Pardon me for that. But the one I want to talk about today is Net Experience and Pavlov. Now, this is so cool to me. It was great to see this happening. Open Wi-Fi, as you know, hold near and dear to my heart. It's a it's an open standards, open source based project that allows people to to leverage equipment and hardware from multiple vendors and and multiple contributors to make sure that you can get you know a great wireless experience without having to break the bank. And so, Open Wi-Fi has done a lot. You know, when I was at Meta, we did a lot on the connectivity team there to to make sure that we had a product that was able to take over the marketplace, uh, you know, for what we were trying to do. And now seeing that Pavlov has made this acquisition of net experience, I think that it is awesome. First, the details out of the way, the net experience subsidiary will remain based in Canada, which is really, really good to see my buddy, CEO Bernard and CTO, my old friend, Marcel, uh, God, you know, think about Bel Air networks for those of y'all that go back to that Marcel. I'm so happy for y'all. I think that, you know, you guys are going to continue to run that team based out of Canada. It's going to be, you know, its own independent group underneath Pavlov. If you don't know who Pavlov is, Pavlov is one of the key players globally in the MDU space. That's multiple dwelling units. So it's apartments, housing complexes, retirement communities, things like that. Pavlov plays a really, really strong game there. And to know that they're moving in the direction of not just embracing open Wi-Fi, but acquiring 
arguably the top uh, company out there that is making open Wi-Fi compatible equipment, or not equipment, but the software that runs on the AP, the software that runs as the network management service, all of that runs on that open Wi-Fi hardware. If you were at WLPC in Prague last year, not in 2023, but in 2022, you experienced a net experience network. That's what we use to deploy on the APs. It's what we use to deploy for the network management side. So it works. Uh, we had some of the brightest minds out there in the entire industry who were using it and loving it. And you know, my challenge to everyone that was there was break it, show me what's wrong. And we had people from net experience there, including Marcel, who were watching this network play out and unfold in the hands of the wireless community live. That was so much fun. I, that that definitely goes down in my mind as one of the top, oh my God, should we have done that uh, <laughs> questions, but we did it and it worked real well. Net Experience has also been making a whole bunch of waves with what they're doing um, with the partnerships they have across the world. And so if you pay attention, just type their name into Google and see the partnerships that they have. So to know that, they're, that they've got a sick round of investment coming in through this acquisition and the building off of Pavlov. I think that it is really great. That's all I want to talk about on the new side. What I do want to talk about now, what's happening is Halo is getting some love. Not the video game series from Microsoft, but 802.11ah. Halo just shattered a record. Uh, I want to say it was 1.8 miles, so they they have it clocked at just around 3 kilometers. It's a megabit per second at 3 kilometers. This is using a very similar uh, Wi-Fi stack on top of 900 megahertz, and it operates in these channels. They're like 1, 2, 4, 8, and I think there's even a 16 megahertz channel width that runs on 900 uh, megahertz. That's from 902 to 928 megahertz. It's old stuff that we used to do, like just telemetry out in the oil fields to get little bits of data. It's super long ranges. 900 meg, you know, burns through trees and it burns through buildings and it does a great job from a propagation perspective. So to see that the halo, the halo component is now getting some great recognition is fantastic. So Morse Micro just uh, just had an incredible range test that they did on a beach in San Francisco. And the FGH100M from Kechtel is uh, compliant with 802.11ah. Uh, features 21 dB maximum output power on 32.5 megabit maximum transmission rate. So they're saying you can get 32 meg per second in an 8 megahertz channel. When you compare this to LoRaWAN, when you've got Halo and LoRaWAN, LoRaWAN is great at going these huge distances with very, very small amounts of data. 22K per second, I think, is the maximum amount of data rate that you have on LoRaWAN. So when you think about the difference between a meg and 22K, that opens up a whole bunch of different sensors. That's not just the LoRaWAN sensors that are chirping every couple of minutes or every couple of hours or every couple of days. This is These are things that can, that can dynamically change the way that people think about the data that's coming off of sensors at long range with a very uh, limited amount of deployment. So one antenna, one transmitter pushing out across, you know, three miles. Oh man, it's fantastic. Tom's Hardware has a whole write-up about it. They say super long-range Wi-Fi works at a range of uh, 1.8 miles. It's the Halo standard. They've got some great little screenshots about uh, where they did. And it was on the not like some just remote beach. It was on the beach with buildings and stuff all on the side. So 900 meg is a little bit sensitive to interference. Baby monitors, you've got, you know, uh, old video cameras. You've got old, you know, uh, uh, mobile, you know, not mobile, but phones inside, you know, like decked phones and phones inside buildings. Well, not decked, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so, 
it's been really neat to see what Halo is doing because it's reopening that conversation and reimagining that conversation of long range, low throughput communications. Lorwen has been has been used tremendously well uh, in in the world, you know, across the globe for what it can do at long range with with you know single transmitter. I've got one like right here. I was going to go pull it out, but I guess on a podcast, you can't see me pull it out and show it off to you. But, you know, Machine Q's using it. I've got a Machine Q transmitter right here, a little gateway. You've got all these different sensors. I've got one that I track golf carts, and there's a golf course across the street. And I did this project where I was tracking their golf carts using Laura. But now to see that Halo is really starting to do something where people are paying attention is incredible. So I'm really excited to see that. I don't know if there's going to be any talk about it at WLPC coming up. I don't think there's any, I don't think there's any sessions about Halo. I could be wrong, but either way, if you're interested in long range, uh, low throughput communications, Halo is, is making its, it's making its way out there, which is super, super cool. Um, another thing that's coming out, not long range, but low cost, Ekahau just introduced. This is this is part of me doing the show a little bit late. That is a benefit. Ekahau just introduced yesterday. Excuse me. I believe Ekahau Measure, a new subscription-based service for Ekahau for thirteen hundred dollars a year that allows you to do surveying and data collection on your app, where you where you can enable the just go survey mode, the one that you just tap the button and you walk around and you do a survey. Uh, you can sync up your project so that guests can see it. It supports all of its software and firmware updates. It works with a Sidekick. A Sidekick is actually it's it's a necessity. It's a requirement in order to use Ekahau Measure. Um, but what it does is for people who aren't doing planning and design and all that side, uh, you know, that side of the, of the RF world, if they're just doing data collection or sending someone out to go do, you know, a site survey for them and bring that data in and send it back, this is a great way. It's a lower cost license. We knew something like this was coming. You dude, you don't get Hamina coming out into the market and just dropping the price on everything and not think that someone's going to respond. So it took a minute, but here they have measure, which is an interesting, you know, an interesting subscription based model to get into. If you bundle it with the sidekick two, it's forty nine ninety five. And that includes, it says free first year of subscription. That's great marketing, guys. It's not a free first year. That's the, that's the price of the sidekick with the price of measure included. Either way, kudos to Ekahau for doing something that's trying to get out, you know, back in that market. There's been some colorful commentary. Lee Badman, one of my favorite people in the wireless industry, uh, Lee had something to say on Twitter about that. And we'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes. Definitely looking forward to seeing these folks out at WLPC. And then I actually have a webinar coming up with them on Valentine's Day. So check my LinkedIn. You'll see we're, we're doing a little Valentine's Day webinar with Ekahal. But either way, it's great to see that they're doing something a little bit different. Kudos to Ekahal for getting him back out there. Um, now, that's that's what's now new is the NetExperience and Pavlov uh, integration or, or uh, um, not integration. You know what I'm saying? The acquisition now is what's happening with 802.11ah and Halo. Also, what's happening with Ekahal Measure. And next, well, obviously, I'm going to talk about WLPC. We only have two more podcasts until WLPC is live, where we're going to be in Phoenix. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to go out the week before for the boot camps, but I will definitely make it make a, a diligent effort to get out there this year things things have gotten a little rocky but i'm pretty sure i'm going to be there we'll see how it goes um that being said some of the boot camps if you haven't thought about going to wlpc yet let me just go over a quick list of the boot camps that are happening um those are going to start i believe they start let me make sure that i don't mess the dates up the boot camps are the 17th through the 19th of february and the boot camps right now secure wi-fi architecture Masterclass with jj and jonathan davis python for wireless engineers jake snyder one of my favorite people in the industry, especially to learn from. Hell of a teacher. Uh, Wi-Fi adjustment class with Devin Aiken. Make sure you get a hug, a hug from Devin. Rockstar wireless analysis with Rasika. 
Dude, Rasika is like, I love, everybody loves Rasika, so there's nothing that I can say there that no one has said already. Rasika's great. So, Rockstar Wireless Analysis, uh, that's part of Rockstar Wi-Fi, so Chris Avance will be out there somewhere. Rasika's teaching this one, though, and Chris is actually teaching the Rockstar Cisco 9800V2, so you're going to have to pick and choose there. Laura Wan, Troy... If you don't know Troy Martin, Troy and Laura Wan go hand in hand. So it's a great, great time to learn about Laura Wan. Don't think they're going to be covering Halo in there, uh, but we'll see. Hamina Certified Network Architecture Bootcamp with Pete McKenzie. Mr. Peter McKenzie, love him. CWNA 109 with Tom Carpenter. Ruckus Certified Wireless Associate with John Deegan. Avance is teaching the Rockstar Cisco Advanced Wi-Fi Security Bootcamp Real World Defense Against Dark Arts. Phil Morgan. Dude, if you have not taken a Phil Morgan class at WLPC... I would highly suggest that you do. Maybe not the first year, like, you know, settle in and figure out what WLPC is first. But then, you know, like the second or third time, maybe the third time that you go, go sit down with Phil and sit through one of his classes, man. They are, they're awesome. I've, I've had the pleasure of sitting in some, and also I've had the pleasure of signing up for some and not having a chance to sit down in them. But Phil's a great guy and so much fun to learn from. And then uh, six gigahertz, the spectrum and you, that sounds like an old uh, education film from like high school, you know, for us that are, that are born in the 1900s, <laughs> six gigahertz, the spectrum and you Scott McDermott's laying down the law. It'll be a fantastic show for him. Now, something that I don't know is going to be talked about a lot, and I, I you know, I clicked on the on the W Lampros deal to see about the deep dives, um, because I really wanted to. I had a, a customer, a, a person, a customer, friend, you know, et cetera, et cetera, asked me a question the other day about MLO and about why it wasn't your typical Wi-Fi 7 ask. It wasn't, hey, you know, how's Wi-Fi 7 going to change the enterprise? How's Wi-Fi 7 going to change education? Blah, blah, blah. It was, hey, this MLO thing sounds fantastic. How in the hell are you supposed to troubleshoot that? If you've got a client device that's using maybe one radio for one thing and maybe one radio for another and that's downloading on one and uploading on another and multiple packets coming from two at the same time, how in the world are you supposed to troubleshoot Wi-Fi links for client devices when MLO is enabled? That was the question that was posed to me. I didn't have a good answer because so much of it's still trying to figure out you know, what to do. But the first thing that came to mind is the power of AI. This is where that AI conversation holds so much water because I immediately thought about the Wi-Fi cactus. And I thought about Peter McKenzie and, and antennas all over the back of my laptop. And I thought about you know, how do you measure, monitor, administrate multiple frequencies all at the same time, doing things with split-second reactions. And without AI, it's going to be you know increasingly more difficult to really understand how our troubleshooting procedures are going to take place. So that's something that I'm keen to learn a lot more about, troubleshooting MLO specifically for client connectivity, for packet loss, for things like that. I don't know, like I said, if that's going to be covered at WLPC. I hope it is. If not, that will make a fantastic sidebar conversation for everyone. Um, that being said, let me, let me look at the comments right here anders nelson uh anders look is as long as a wi-fi moose you know it, it was hilarious he sent a comment in one time while i was doing this webinar and says the guy with the moose and everyone was like who is that who's the guy with the moose i don't know who the guy with the moose is i was like clearly you're not that deep of a part of the wi-fi industry if you don't know who the guy with the moose is uh <laughs> anyway uh Stu Stu gorman is on right now so Stu, no, nobody better to talk about ekahow than Stu. survey equals just go autopilot continuous stop and go with gps Stu, thank you for putting it in there. Come for Phil Morgan class. Stay for the ducky. If you don't have a Wi-Fi ducky, Phil Morgan is definitely the guy to give it to you. I'm glad to see some interaction we got over here on the uh, on the chat. It's cool. You know, sometimes I just sit here on 
mornings and stare into a blank camera and talk to myself. Uh, you know, this reminds me of the old days in radio. You're just talking to a wall and hoping that somebody's listening, but I'm glad to see that people are actually listening. So I appreciate it. That being said, I do appreciate everyone who downloads the podcast. I, I think Spotify is the number one. The last time I looked, Spotify is the number one. Uh, Apple podcast is second. So keep on downloading. I love it. Share it with your friends, do all that good stuff. I will uh, get back to you all next week. Hopefully my head cold goes away. Um, I know you don't listen to me for the sound of my smooth voice but uh but you know hopefully i've imparted some good stuff about the wi-fi industry this week on waves i'm wireless nerd have a wonderful wonderful weekend get outside enjoy the weekend next week is a whole new week lord only knows what's coming to us and we're only a couple of weeks away from nerd spring break wlpc in phoenix i hope to see you there have a great weekend we'll see you soon take care Thanks for listening to the Waves Podcast by Wireless Nerd. Visit us online at wirelessnerd.net.